0: Welcome to Pelvic Biz Podcast. I'm Dr. Kelly al I've grown my pelvic health practice, ortho physical therapy, and now I'm helping pelvic health professionals do the same. Each week, I give you the knowledge you need to grow your practice. Let's get into today's episode. Many of you are familiar with the name, but if it's new to you, Jane is in HIPAA compliant all-in-one practice management software and the sponsor of our show today. The team at Jane know your time is valuable and they designed online intake forms to help you reduce admin work, and so that you can take back your treatment time. Whether you need to collect patient or client data, insurance policy information, health history, or consents, Jane's online intake forms offer a safe and secure way to gather everything you need before your patients walk through your door. You can also collect payment details securely through your intake forms via Jane's PCI compliant payment solution, saving your patient's time at checkout. To learn more about how Jane's intake forms can help, Head to slash guide to book a one on one demo with a member of their team. If you're ready to get started, you can use the code hobbybiz one mo at the time of sign up to get a one month grace period applied to your new account. Today, I'm going to talk about how to not scaredly run your business, but to be the boss of your business. And I'm going to talk about boss moves today how to be a boss and how to just freaking kill it in business. and how to not be scared of change i think that's the biggest thing and that you actually want change you actually want movement in your business you don't want it to be stagnant the second it becomes stagnant you're done you are literally done you're going to be dead in the water most of you kind of know over the last couple of months it's been crazy here at ortho pelvic and i was really afraid before all this started going down i was just really afraid of potentially having to go back in to my company and treat, so I'd be treating 35 patients a week, and also running orthopelvic and also doing pelvic biz. Like I have no one that helps me, by the way. So it's just me. I do it all. I don't have any partners or anything like that. So it's just me doing everything. So I was like, "How the heck am I going to do this?" And I think the biggest thing is a being presented with the opportunity. Okay. That's number one of the challenge of, Hey, you're going to have to do this. Like, no matter what, you're going to have to actually do this. So I had to face my biggest fear. Okay. Then you're like, oh gosh, here we go. The biggest fear of the day is coming. Like I got to put myself back in. So then you do the thing and I went back in and it wasn't actually that bad. Treating to me is very easy. It's the easiest thing out of anything in business. Super easy. This is why most of you guys want to stay trading because it's easy. Business can be challenging. And this is why people tend to give up on themselves because they're like, Oh, it's not working for me. Can't do it, I'm going to give up. And that's just not what you should be doing. You should be thinking about how can I actually change and move things forward. So I think that's the first thing is, if something isn't going your way, how can you change and pivot to make it to where it actually works in your favor. So let me give you an example of this. Let's say How I always did marketing was in person going to visit doctors offices going to talk to people doing workshops, all the things, then this year I need to change it up, I need to change it up and i'm going to do newsletters and instagram and outreach through lead magnets on social media like. How can I actually do it differently than my competitors and or um, anyone else really in the marketplace? And how can I be the first one to that? So that's how I'm thinking about being the boss and not being scared of like, oh, my God, let me tell you this, too. Here's another thing. People are very scared. Oh, my God, people are going to leave my company. They're going to start their own. Guess what? It's now happened to me three or four times, and they literally have hooked on directly next to me. Okay. And they've hooked on with my top referral sources and guess what? I'm still leading the pack and I always will lead the pack because I create leaders. That's what I've realized. I've created leaders. I make it appear easy that it's amazing that it's like so easy to lead. And the reality is when they leave good for them for trying, but it can be a long road. And guess what? I'm always going to be five steps ahead and figuring out what's the next, newest marketing thing. What's the next tactic, all the things, because I think, and I don't just copy what people are doing. I do it first. And then I'm like, Hey, this is how it worked. Let's try this. And I'll tell my mastermind people like, Hey, let's try to do this. Right. But I'm always testing. I'm always figuring out the next biggest thing of like, Hey, what can I bring? That's different and keep going. I'm always constantly learning the newest, greatest, whatever. This is why I'm in so many masterminds is because I've got to stay on top because I create my competitors, I just create all of them. Okay. And I'll continue to create them. I, I really will. Um, because anyone that works in my company, I want them to be big leaders. And I don't have a problem with that. As long as I do it respectfully, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't. So, and that's just character stuff on their character flaws on their end. But Um, I can't control that. So if I can't control it, then why would I even worry about it? So let them do their thing. I'll do mine. I'll continue to train them. I'll continue to train them in everything. And then eventually they go on their own and that's fine. Okay. That's it. So I'm not scared of a staff member taking things or whatever else. Like, I'm just not scared of that. I used to be, but now that I've had it happen four times, I just let them be, you know? Um, especially if they're respectful about it, then I really actually admire them and more kudos to them. Okay, if they're not, then it's a whole different story. Um, I, I think that's another one. Another one I would say is uh, don't be afraid of staff turnover. Some people here are very like, oh my God, I don't want them to leave. If they leave, I don't have anyone as backup. I mean, these are all very big fears. I don't have anyone as backup. I don't know what to do if if they leave. Um, Okay, well, number one, you should always have backup on top of backup. That's number one. Number two, you should always have systems of the backup so that if they leave, that you at least know the system and you can jump in. You may have to study the system again, but you have a system on the back end that you can reference. It's like, oh, okay, this is what we were doing. This is the system. Sometimes with staff leaving, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it just brings better energy. Sometimes, well, most often than not, I can tell you every person that I have hired, every single one, I get better and better and better at hiring, Um, and they've just become more and more of the right fit. When I first hired people, it was never good, but when I started hiring more, I just got better at it, and so you start to learn that, oh wow, these people really, you know, do well at the company, these people don't really as much, so this is the energy more that I'm going to go after um but staff turnover is okay you know it can be okay I mean you don't want the whole thing to turn over but uh it it can be okay and the fact of it's bringing new energy bringing new ideas not being complacent really helping you want to try to move the mission forward like all those things don't be scared of that again there could be a lot of positive to it also Learning marketing differently, like I said before, don't just keep doing the same marketing stuff that you've been doing. Don't just doing the same sales tactics that you've been doing. You've gotta learn new different things to help people move along the sales cycle so that you can convert them and actually have them as patients. That's huge. I think also run the business with a lot of transparency and that will give your staff a lot of trust. So, in the fact of like, if you, are going to do certain things in the next year. Let's just say everyone's probably planning for 2024. Um, tell the staff up front, get their feedback on it. Hey, guys, what do you think? I'm going to do this just so you guys know. I'm just going to let you guys know this. I may be switching people's positions around. I may be doing this. Just give you guys a heads up so that we can all work better together and move the company forward this way. People like that. People like to feel part of the process to that. And then also you're not sitting on the back end going like oh my God, when are they going to figure out that this is going to be happening and you're scared you're just sitting back there so scared to even walk into the clinic and be like oh my God I gotta tell them this right. So don't run the business scared scaredly don't do that run it like a boss, and the fact and what I mean by that run the business like the boss, because you're making the moves you got to do the thinking you got to lead the people. And don't be scared. Don't be scared to make changes. Changes can be good. And I I think it's also the way that you look at it. So run it very intuitively and include everyone, but keep running it. Like you are not just, you know, coasting and letting things kind of come in and out and all the things like have a goal in mind. Definitely have a goal. You've gotta have a goal. Um, because if you don't have goals and or standards for every single person, uh, in the company, then there will be some, I call them leaky pipes and those leaky pipes. That's what you got to figure out. Who's the leaky pipe and where you need to patch the leak, AKA replace the person, you know? Um, so I think that's huge. So this is just a couple, some couple tips of how to actually not run your business scarily and actually truly run it like a boss. And for those bosses out there, hopefully every single one of you guys are truly running it like a boss and just taking action and just doing the thing, even if sometimes it's so painful. I always say like, oh, today I got to rip off the bandaid again, got to rip off the bandaid again. I'm like today, can we not rip off the (laughs) bandaid? Because it's so uncomfortable, some of these conversations and whatever else, but they just got to be had. You can't be scared about it. You just got to do it. And it's going to be so uncomfortable sometimes, but the hard conversations is when progress is actually made. And I think that's a big lesson. Have those hard conversations, keep ripping off the band-aids and your business will only grow. Bye guys. I consider myself a business and life coach. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams as an entrepreneur? If so, let's chat. See the episode notes below and go ahead and book a call. See you all next week.